How's everybody doing? I hope you're doing great. It's fucking Friday. The first day of February. Mystic is hosting. You know. What more do you want? It's February. It's Friday. Mystic's hosting. I got Wilder. I got Vape. Rent paid. I'm here, I'm streaming with you guys. Shit. You couldn't you couldn't want much else. Honestly. Not really. Nah, well, go for a cheeseburger. Maybe Okay, you could want more. But you'd be okay not to want more because this is enough. That's what that is. You know. Nothing to be mad about, which is funny considering the title of the stream today. Which I may end up changing. But how is everybody? Mystic says, in 25 days, I'll have been around for another year. Yeah. Wait, you know, wait, you know your follow date anniversary? Do you actually know that? Tashiro's like, I could definitely go for a cheeseburger. I, I think I, just almost everyone could go for a cheeseburger. Like a good cheeseburger? Yeah. Oh, your birthday. Oh. I'm like, my fucking ego. I'm like, you know your follow date anniversary? No, when I was born, you asshole. That's fair. That's fair. The other day, Tashiro, I had a cheeseburger from a place down the, down the street. Oh. Oh, my Godzilla. So good. Lol, hi, Jim. Hi, Jill. How are you doing today? How are you doing today? How are you doing today, the Ripper? Elk, Mystic just wants pasta. That's fair. I got lots of spaghetti in there. You can have it. We're sick of it. Um, but I had this burger from right down the street, and it's a place called the Bypass Grill House. Now, it's right off of the bypass, and it happens to have a lot of cholesterol-filled food. So it's a dual meaning, super clever, right? Um, and we had never eaten there, and I always wanted to go in there, but... Basically, once we're in the house, getting us to leave the house is, it's basically impossible. You know, it's just, it's, it's not going to happen. But they started, they started cooperating with Uber Eats. And I was like, now they are literally a mile down the street. One mile. They're right there. I could just, boop, go in there anytime I wanted to. I could even call ahead, order food, not have to pay for it, then show up and get it. Nope, I did Uber Eats. And their food is not designed to be uber-eaten, but it worked out okay. But the burger I had was like this. I'm not exaggerating. It was this thick. Three sla slabs of meat. It's not Calling it a patty would be an insult to the burger that I had. They weren't perfectly formed. Like You could tell they're just like, He want meat? Here's meat. Pah. And then did repeat that three times. He wants meat. Here's me, pow! And he just does that three times. Tons of cheese. It just lived up to the restaurant's name. And I was just like, oh, no, It was good. But I was so, it was, the thing is, is like, it was exactly what I wanted, but I hadn't eaten all day. And I was so hungry that I really, like, kind of ripped through it. And I feel bad because I feel like if I'd have taken my time, I would have enjoyed it way more, but I was so fucking hungry. 
kind of like I am now. Now, don't worry. It wasn't like I, it's not like I've been up all day and just forgot to eat or something. I just, I woke up about a half hour ago. Stayed up a little too late last night jamming us some metal, and I was like, I'm gonna go to bed. I need to go to bed. So I'm gonna go to bed. Mystic wants to know how I could be sick of spaghetti. Uh, well, we just we've had a lot lately. Like we've had it like for a while, and um, it, it just gets to a point, in my opinion, where unless you like mix it up a bit, you know, different sauces, different things, it can get a bit old. And we just had the same thing a couple times. So I'm like, I'm kind of like, eh, kind of away from it. Jill says I'm good, good, glad, glad to catch a show before I go to work. Cool. Cool. It's good to see you guys. Good to see everyone filing in, being hyped, you know? So, um, I forgot to update the topic command because I'm a dick. I probably need to do that if I'm going to go through with this show idea. Because I kind of want to know. kind of want to know what makes you guys angry. Now, I'm not talking about, like, work rants or something like that. Um. It's it's more about like types of things. Not like you can't just be like, this lady came to my store and she had a bag that's full of dog shit. I was like, bitch. I mean like generally speaking, the kind the kinds of things that get under your skin, whether it's happened to you or around you or to your community, what kind of things get under your skin? What 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 no matter what you try to do seems to bother you despite your best efforts. You know, that that's my question for today. Jill says cruelty, whether intentional or not, makes me very angry. There you go. You know, and, and Jill brings up an excellent point. Cruelty can be unintentional. Um, but the thing that probably makes her angry is the fact that the person that's being cruel, if they're even if they're not being intentional, they don't see the effect of what's happening. Like they're blind to what they're doing, and that is infuriating in and of itself. So how can you not tell this person is hurting, or this animal, or, or whatever? Um, that, that's fucked up. I get that. Um, I, I think you all know my number one answer is fascism and bigotry. I mean, those are the two big ones for me. You know, Don't tell me what to do, and don't fuck with anybody. I mean, it's pretty simple. Like, basically, if we as a species live by that, those two rules, for the most part, Within some reason, we'd be all right. Don't tell me what to do, and don't fuck with people, because that pretty much covers everything. That covers rape. That covers race. That covers murder. That covers theft. That covers freedom. You know, because I would definitely put shooting someone with a shotgun under fucking with people. Um, if we could just do that, I think we'd be all right. But it just seems like no matter what we do as a species, we just keep telling each other what to do and fucking with each other. <laughs> Mystic says, makeup companies thinking it's okay to put blush or lipstick on a bunny? Oh, animal testing. Yeah, that's been a thing for way too long. It's better now than it was 30 years ago, but it's not good. Um, because let's face it, bunnies are naturally beautiful. They don't need no stupid makeup. In fact, most people... No, let me rephrase that. No one needs makeup. I'm sick of that shit. Um, 
I'm not a makeup guy. Um, Farron has to wear makeup for her job because she's a cosmetologist. She has to look better than everyone in the room. I would argue she looks better than everyone in the room without makeup. But when you're working in a makeup store, they don't look at it that way. So she does wear it. She's amazing at wearing it, you know. Um, and she's very beautiful either way, obviously. Um, but, it, you know, the whole concept of makeup for me is kind of like, I get it, but, you know, it, 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 it's hard enough to get people to love themselves and then to, like, have all these different standards and shit. Like, I'm just over it. I'm just over it. I'm over, I'm over, stan- I'm over standards in general, really. Like, who, who, who died and made someone an expert on what makes someone beautiful, what makes someone a good person, what makes somebody, you know what I mean? Like, I, th- I think that generally speaking, um, and again, I'm being a hypocrite by saying this out loud, but if we all spent as much time bettering ourselves as we do ripping on other things and other people, maybe we'd all be in a better place. I, you know. And maybe it's just the cobwebs from just having woken up clearing. I don't know. Tashiro says, clear dicketry, good word, and a level of disrespect for people no matter the backgrounds or current situation. Makes me want to w- rip some limbs apart. I have never known Tashiro to have a violent thought in his head ever. That's kind of crazy. That's a, like a quiet, quiet motherfucker. Um, real chill. For him to even say dicketry and rip limbs apart, I'm like, I mean, granted, we're asking what makes you mad, so it makes sense. I'm not going to call a cop be like, Tashiro's going to rip someone's arms off, dude. <laughs> Why? Dicketry, dude. Clear dicketry. And a general lack of disrespect. Not to be confused with the colonel level of disrespect. Or a lieutenant level of disrespect. Come on. It's an officer joke. <laughs> Don't at me. It's fine. It's fine. We're all right. Everyone's fine. It was just a mom joke. Relax. Okay? Everything's going to be fine. Everything's going to be fine. Shit just got real. No, it didn't get real. We don't have to worry. She just says, I'm one of those quiet people they warn you about. Oh, you know what, man? That's not the thing to say after they just released this gigantic, enormous Ted Bundy interview on Netflix where he is that guy, where he's, he looks nice, he's a, real charming, and he won't say shit about the murders he committed. And then they're like, what if, what, what type of person would do this? And then he just started talking about himself in the third, in an anonymous third person and went into like graphic detail about everything. You're not a Ted Bundy, are you? Please don't be a Ted Bundy. No one should be a Ted Bundy. Basically, that dude, that dude murdered and molested women, murdered the women, molested their corpses over and over and over again because in his mind, each time he did it would be the last one because that would be the one that got him satisfied of the needs he had. Skeletor says, I'd rather be Al Bundy. Yes. Honestly, same. Despite the fact that he had kind of a shitty life. Um, Peg! You know, the whole thing. Plus, you know, you have a hot daughter, which, that's weird, but like, Anthrax visits your house. I, you know, 
I'd definitely rather be Al Bundy than Ted Bundy, but I don't know what I would do in an Al Bundy life. I don't know. Because all that dude wants to do is sit on the couch with a beer, watch football or whatever. I'm not quite there. I, I have relatively simple needs, you know. Um, give me a little attention. Give me some beer. Give me some entertainment. Generally speaking, I'm okay. Generally speaking, that's really, those are my big ones. Chinese food is, is kind of on my needs list. <laughs> Haven't had any in a while. I'll have to get some this week. Uh, well, you sell, sell shoes, of course. I don't want to sell shoes, dude. Shiro says, well, I do come across as cold, but I'm definitely more of an Al Bundy. I don't think you come across as cold at all. I think you come across as a thoughtful individual. Um, you know, I, I, I don't see you as cold at all. Now, granted, granted, when you're reading text, one can infer whatever they wish to infer, or whatever they're inclined to, to do, but you've been nothing but warm to everyone I've ever seen you interact with. So, meh, Mr. Maybe you're lukewarm. Maybe you're not super warm. Maybe you're not cold. Maybe you're just lukewarm. Although I'm not sure that's a compliment. <laughs> Dashiro? Oh, yeah, he's um, it's lukewarm. It's not cold, but he's not real warm. <laughs> Dashiro says in person. A lot of people tell me I look pissed off all the time. I get that. I have a resting gym face. That's my face's natural resting face. And when you look like this, people get intimidated. I've made small children cry. I don't, mm -mm. I don't like that. I don't want to make children cry. I mean, don't get me wrong. I get a kick out of it sometimes. So I go out of my way to be extra nice to people when I'm out and about, especially when I'm by myself. If I'm with somebody, I just interact with that person enthusiastically and nicely to illustrate that, no, he's not going to just snap and kill everybody in the toilet paper aisle, you know. And I'd do it there because it would soak up the blood faster. <sighs> Murder killing spree strategies with Grindhead Jim and Just Chatting Directory, now on Twitch. You're killing me, man. Deshira says, I could go into detail, but let's conversation another time. You can have that conversation anytime you want, man. They call it just chatting for a reason. The title is just to get us started, in my estimation. So if you want to talk about it, you let go of town. Freak flag, remember? JT Corpse, welcome back to the stream, sir. After a triumphant show last evening. Uh, I am going to ask that we give him a shout-out, please. Um, what makes JT angry is when someone in my household washes the dishes but doesn't turn the bowls and drinking glasses upside down to dry. So they sit there. So they sit there with excess water pooling at the bottom. I mean, who does that? You, you probably did that, actually. You probably forgot to do it. Now, um, I know what you mean, though. <laughs> Huzzah! But, um... When it comes to dishes, man, I suck at, like, when I don't have a dishwasher, oh, when I was in Iowa, just fucking, it, it was over. The first few years I was there, I had a dishwasher, and then when I ended up, and then I moved to, moving to the house with uh, my friends, were in the house I started streaming from, um, we had a dishwasher there as well. 
which was good. Um, but then when I moved into the apartment that I was in for the next, you know, two years, um, I did not have a dishwasher. And I couldn't find an apartment that had a dishwasher and was the right size for the right price at the time I wanted to move. And I just, I didn't have the energy um, to, to do it at the time. And so as a result, I had to hand wash everything, which for one guy isn't that bad if you do it as it comes. Well, it got to a point where I was working full-time and I was streaming almost full-time as well. And it would be shove some food thing in my mouth, get the plate out of my face, go to work, go to stream, go to bed. That was pretty much it. And um, it was not a very healthy way to live at all. Um, And now we have a hybrid approach where... No one, and I mean nobody in this house, including myself, will check the dishwasher and put their rinsed off dish in the dishwasher. Getting people in this house to rinse off plates fully is a challenge. Granted, granted. They have begun to begin the process, which is more than it was when I first got here. You know, there was a point, there was a time when plates would go in the sink that still had food on them. The food didn't make it to the trash can. And finally, after like two weeks, I said, I'm not doing this without any sort of assistance. Because there's, that's way too much work for anyone to have to do, even if we split the dishes and all that stuff. That's stupid. Take the three seconds, scrape it into the trash, rinse it off. It's not hard. And so now, if I keep up on it, which I typically do now, I'm kind of overstating something, it's not a big deal. Sometimes a couple glasses will pop up or whatever, and they're as long as I get to it. And the main reason that it piles up or whatever is because I've said I'll do the dishes, and when you work 11-hour days, the last thing you want to do is dishes. So, you know, it's just one of those, oh, I forgot, oh, I forgot, this and that, da-da-da-da. Gigi Corp said, I rinse my plates before placing the dishwasher, which I'm before, that's what the dishwasher is for, brah. Yeah, if you want to run it more once. There's been a few times where I've been very upset with the state of the sink, and I just put everything in there as it is. knowing I would have to run the dishwasher twice, but at least I don't have to mess with it, you know. Um, but there's, there's bowls in the dishwasher right now that have to be run a second time because of the lack of prep work done on, on the outset. Um, and the thing is, Fucking, it's like no one's going to see that. I can't have a discussion with everyone in the family and go, well, look, I want to sound like a fucking crazy man. So I don't mess with it, you know. Well, you know, we have a a very, shall, shall we say, there is no structure to the laundry cycle in this house. And quite often, quite often, nigh daily, there will be some clothing item you can't find. You don't know if it's dirty. And if it is clean, you don't know where it is. Um, I, there's, 
there's too much clothes in this house. Too many clothes. You know, during the New Year's stream, Sarah was like, you have too many clothes. I'm like, mine can all fit in my side of the closet in some form or fashion. Shit is everywhere. <laughs> Which is fine. She has a lot of good clothes. And the kids, fucking, they might as well eat the clothes. I don't know what the fuck they do with it. Matter of fact, I wouldn't be surprised if I wake up one day and I look over and I see my stepson just eating a t-shirt. I'm like, what are you doing? I'm hungry. It needs fiber. Um, Jill says, I hate doing dishes. I'd rather clean the damn bathroom and do the dishes. JT says, if the dishes sit, the food hardens, it's extra work. Arg, yep. Sounds like my laundry situation as well. Yeah. You know, um, it, it's, it's crazy. Um, and granted, that is again compounded by the fact that I am working 11 hours and I just don't think about any of this stuff when I'm working. And as soon as I'm done working, I don't want to think about anything else, which is a natural state to be in. But four days out of the week, I'm like, don't fucking talk to me or whatever. Well, it's not that. It's more of the chores. I don't want the chores to bother me kind of thing. And Farron's the same way. And then on our days off, we don't want to do anything. And then it's like, do I have to fucking do the thing? So it's this thing where we both are in this state where we'll do it when it has to be done kind of thing. I try to get a pattern and stuff like that. Um, and sometimes I get it for a couple of weeks and then sometimes like, eh. so, you know, but all of that is really to avoid getting super mad about it. I don't ever want to have to look at laundry and be like, motherfucker, you know, because I'm, I've, I've said this multiple times. Um, I am very much my father's son in that I have very small things that I need, but I have to have them. And if they're not there, I flip out. Mystic says, we do the laundry, we run off clothes. Yeah, I try to avoid that. Because, generally speaking, when I run out of clothes, I have to be somewhere and my dick is hanging out. And I don't want to go somewhere with my dick hanging out. I don't want that. I don't want to... No. I'm not going to go to my in-laws and be like, Hey, how's it going? This is my dick. Jill says, when I run out of underwear, then I do laundry. Yeah, that's fair. You know. But when I work from home... So I don't really have to even, like, spoilers, I don't have to put on underwear. I can just wear, like, pajama pants or shorts or whatever and, and just work. Um, so for the most part, that does help me with not having to worry too much about laundry. Um, it's not too bad. But now, and I will tell you this, like, from going out to, you know, out to dinner and out to family functions and stuff like that, I have used up most of my underwear. And it's stuck somewhere in the vast chasm of is it dirty, is it clean baskets all over the house. And I'm just like, I'm almost more excited to get new dressers and clothing storage facilities in a new house than I am to get a new house. I know how ridiculous that sounds, but it's the truth. I, w I can't wait. Until I can be like, here's all my shit. <laughs> Tashiro says, I'm a stickler for routines. I like things a certain way. And if it's out of routine, it throws me through. Yes, I am the same way. Um, and one of the things that I've had to learn is that when, because you can't control everything all the time, ever, even when you're by yourself. Um, 
but I've learned that in a situation where there are some things that you're never going to, people are never going to adapt to the way you do things, nor are you ever going to fully adapt to the way they do things. There has to be something in the middle. And that's more or less what we, it's called compromise. That's how relationships work. That's how families work. And that's more or less what we have here. And it's like, you know, would it be easier to just have all my clothes in a separate little bin and then be able to do them in one load every week and just so I know where they're at? Eh, probably. But there's no way to do that in this space because it's relatively small. So I'm like, I'm not going to fucking do that. Um, I'd rather just deal with it. If I really need underwear, it's, I know it's somewhere in this relative corner. <laughs> um, Corp says it's the opposite for me. My wife will wash the clothes constantly. I've got so many pairs of clean socks. I don't worry. I feel I have too many because the wash is always being done every two to three days. Yeah, you really should be thankful, sir. You really should. Um, because that's, that is something that... Uh, and the thing is, when I was in Iowa, not, not, this last, not, not the last place I lived, but the first place I was in, that place spoiled the shit out of me. Because not only did it have the best dishwasher I've ever had, but in the bedroom, next to the bed, was the washer and dryer. I, I used my washing machine as my hamper. When it got full, you put soap in it, turn it on. Done. And then when everything's dry, you just put it away in the same room. That, I don't know if I'll ever have a better laundry situation than that you know um ever and then compare that to the house where i was living on the second floor and the washer and dryer were in the basement fuck that noise fuck that noise don't fuck this noise this is always is fine it's just water but fuck that noise with the washer parents making herself some ramen raymond raymond ramen human ramen what are they doing? Just being dicks? Well, you have that. But yeah, having a washer right next to your bed, you could just play Kobe with your fucking clothes. No, 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 no. The house in Illinois, did, that had the washer and dryer in the basement. And that, that sucked, too. That sucked, too. Um... I, I hate that. I, I am. I, I gotta be honest, like, that, there's no house I can think of where it would be practical, but putting a washer and dryer in the bedroom makes the most sense to me ever. Um, but you can't really do that. And then I've seen a lot of houses where it's on the first floor, like in the kitchen, which is like weird, but I get it. Um, that's not too bad. You know, but then, but then ultimately, like, in, in this place, um, you know, the wash and dryer are right there. The wash and dryer are there, the kitchen's right there, and I'm up against this wall. Um, so it's not a bad location or anything as far as that goes. That, that makes it really easy. Like, you just, you're basically walking across the room and you're good. Um, your washer and dryer in your garage in Georgia? Ew. Ew. You know, because Georgia being super humid and everything, if you don't catch your clothes right away, that could be bad juju. Bad juju. Would not be good. But, you know, JT says, when I win the Powerball, I'm going to have the washer and dryer installed in the bedroom. 
There you go. There you go, man. See, he's thinking for real. I'm telling you, though, it's good shit. Really good shit. Because you don't, you don't have to have a hamper, even. Like, maybe a small one for the whites. Which, for metalheads, is that, that you might fill up the whites hamper in a year and a half. Maybe. Or if you're like me and you're like, I don't need to bleach the motherfuckers. I just put them in the, with the colors. I don't care. Oh, Mystic with the real talk. She's like, just put a washer and dryer in a walk-in closet. Everything's in the same room. That's really kind of like the... Bicycle with the host. Can we get a shout-out for Bicycle of Death, please? Brother from another really mother. Jill, sister Which from another mother. Doesn't rhyme. Really Jeez. I have the night with the host. Thank you. Jeez. Hostgasm over here. How was Mortal Kombat uh, 10? How was Mortal Kombat 10, sir? How was that? Were you having fun with it? Were you warming up? Hostgasm. Oh, shit. What it was a that? hostgasm. What is that? I don't know what the f that was. How are you, Iron the Night? Throwing out some love. Appreciate you. That's a blast. <laughs> oh, I see what you did there. And it was, you know, it was clever. I guess it, you know, it kind of what it is. No, it wasn't. <laughs> Doing all right. Yeah, it was clever, actually. How are you feeling, though, Bike? I know that it's been a rough week with being ill and, and work's been crazy. Like, really crazy. Hope everything's all right. You know it's been rough. Really <laughs> JT's like, I have that button. There you go. That's the ticket. Thanks, buddy. Thank you, sir. Sir? I wish that hosting was something one could do. Like, I could make a list of channels like the auto host is now, right? But when you go to my channel, you could flip through all my recommended streamers. You know what I mean? Like, instead of it being just one person at a time, like, if any of these people are, are streaming, you could flip through the channels, kind of thing. Well, that's cool. I mean, there's nothing wrong with being a follower once in a while. Fine. It's okay. It's, it's good stuff, man. I appreciate it. Appreciate it. You know? Not a thing. Not even a chicken wing. Which isn't saying much. I mean, chicken wings are like this big. Well, no. Like wingdings or whatever. Like, you know, or, or actual wings like this. Why am I saying the size of a... <sighs> I'm getting stuck on minor details. That makes me angry. When I get, st when I get too far into the minutia. The viscera of the conversation, if you will. And not, I'm not seeing the forest for the trees. That happens to me sometimes. That pisses me off when I do that. Some people like that. They think it's charming or something. I'm like, I don't think that's charming at all. I think it's annoying as piss. <laughs> well, chicken wing. Actually, you know, I. Mm -mm. It's not good for you. It's not good for you. Am I supposed to be bouncing my head and breaking windshields right now? Am I supposed to be doing that? Also, also, 
dude. In 1999, this this song got played a lot at strip clubs. Like, too much. Way too much. I know because I'm a strip club DJ. And people would request it constantly. See, I knew Bike and Corpsey would, would, uh, would match up. Yeah. See, Bike, Corpse is where you were at when we met. So, you can be JT Corpse's me. Never mind, that's not necessarily going to slide. But the thing is, he plays Vermintide as well. And I actually learned a little bit last night. Not a lot. Because I was hyping it up, and I was doing song requests, and I was... Had a few beers, but I finally learned what all the damn... You're not stealing my Napalm Death hat. You can buy one yourself. I even get you the link if you want one, motherfucker. They still make them, for Christ's sake. Come on. Why you gotta steal my hat, dude? You, no. You're not... No. You are not stealing my dirty Napalm Death hat, sir. This is not happening. This is not happening. Neat. You have a mighty need. You have a mighty need. I can be mighty fucking need, sir. So, let me find it. Hang on. Hang on. We'll get you there. Well, they have two of them now. They have a, a trucker hat now as well. So, here's the one. Yeah, let me do this. <laughs> you don't want to smell my lovely locks, dude. You don't want that. Trust me on that one, sir. So... This is the one that I have, okay? Out of stock right now, but they will be getting it back. They, they just had it in stock last week. It sells a lot. Uh, and then there's this one. It's a trucker hat. But it's good stuff. What am I doing? Can I put mine on eBay and then buy a new one? I mean, if I, if I was going to put my Napalm Death hat on eBay, first of all, I'd have to make sure they have them in stock before I do that. Two, the price of that hat would be astronomical. Astronomical. It, it, the buy it now would be like enough for like 20 of those hats. You'd be buying me a lot of cheeseburgers and beer, sir. For the because now I have to like break in another hat and I have to like wash away the trauma of knowing someone smelling my head odor out of a hat. And Vice says, What makes me angry? Not getting Jim's hat. Also, when I press button to the fighting game, my character doesn't perform the maneuvers I thought I input. Fair. Fair. I've been there. I've been there. You know what makes me mad? Not trimming my mustache in a timely fashion to where now I have to do it this weekend. I really don't want to. I don't want to trim. I hate that process so much. It's easy. I just don't want you doing it. Basically, I'm going to have to edge everything up and stuff like that. So what a coincidence. That was happening to me last night. What, the people smelling your hair vapors out of a hat? Or the button's not working? That's what I want to know. Also, I'm curious. Um, 
Jill, if you're paying attention, or anyone who is paying attention, if you would do me a favor and, and toss an emote in chat and tell me how long it takes for the emote to appear on screen. I want to do a lag check. I changed some settings last night, and I'm curious. Oh, look. Okay, I saw the emotes appear. They didn't go across the screen, so I think there's an issue with the... with the, uh... Kappa Gen here. Let me... Oh, it's not showing. <sighs> Do it again, Jill. I'm sorry. That was my fault. I don't know why that's not showing. There we go. That would be the second row. Right on. Okay. So here's a tech tip. If you use OBS and you want low latency, either do low latency settings in Twitch or do low latency settings in OBS. Do not do both. Because I turned off my low latency in OBS. And I kept it on in Twitch, and here we are. Five-second lag? I'll take it. I will fucking take five-second lag. Corp says, I don't play console because controllers make my fingers n dumb. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of how I feel about... Uh, keyboard and mouse, though watching Warwitch play last night and using the arrow keys instead of WASD, then having the controls kind of right there was kind of inspiring. I kind of liked that because it, it isolated those, and I'm like, man, I should probably do that. Um, now, that's not me saying I'm going to start doing mouse and keyboard, so don't get excited, internet. still like my controllers. It's more, it, it works better for me. Um, because I feel plus with with the way that I stream and everything, I like having the mouse and keyboard to do shit. But then then there's some dick who's gonna be like, "We'll just do a two stream setup, man. Two PC setup for your stream, dude." Which I will eventually do at some point. Oh, I have a story for you guys. This motherfucker broke. This is Farron's X power supply. It just, it decided to not work anymore. Yesterday. Comes home. Oh shit! Bike just gifted a sub to JT Corpse. My man. Yo, man. Thank you very much. That's, that's the grind fam, man. That's the grind fam for you. Thanks, brother. I appreciate you. And now you've got your... We call it the Bitcocky. Because it was meant to look like a Bukkake, but with bits. Um, emote in there, so there you go. You should be using the emote you just got gifted, sir. It's giving you a hard time. When I co she comes home, she, there you go. That's what we mean. So she comes home, goes to turn on her PC, nothing. We're getting the band back together. I mean, well, I'll, I gotta say though, jamming with you would be cool. And you know, maybe that will happen. You never know. I'm working on an album. I need guitar players and shit. You never know. So it won't turn on. 
you got the light going to the motherboard, but nothing else. And I happen to have my old PC in the trunk of my car where it's been sitting since I moved here in May. Went out, grabbed it, came into the house, and uh, yoinked my little 430 watt out of there and put it in there, and lo and behold, it worked. It just happened to have the right specs for her because I bought something good at the time. Um, and it's like just over what she needs for her uh system it's not gonna last forever but it's something and you know i kind of saved the day there i felt good about myself and then she sent me to the store to get her wine and me beer that was that was a good night it was all right um but i felt good about that but the thing is you look at the listing for that power supply on amazon it says in the description has a seven-year warranty on it so we're going to try and pursue that because that thing's only three years old. I'm like, motherfucker, they're not that expensive power supplies. Not really. But if you're going to tell me you have a seven-year warranty, you know, bruh. And I think it's when the power went out the other day um, that it must have weakened it or something. And of course, the cats, who knows what the cats might have done. I have no idea. I mean, it looks fine. But it's just, it no worky. It no worky. And my little 430 banger did the job, so I felt good about that. We were both like, we're, we're getting in trouble. No, we were fine. We were good. We figured it out. You know, because neither of us are really PC building people. We've both done it. But we're both very uncomfortable with it. <laughs> so he's like, bruh. God damn it. Did I not type that? Bruh. There you go. Bruh. Bruh. That's how we say bruh around here. That's how we do it. We have a fail. I love you, bitch. There you go. I ain't oh gonna never stop loving you, bitch. My special one for the mods. For the mods and I alone, which we haven't had to use in a while. Ah! <laughs> I love that one. And then, of course, when people are getting a bit too testy with each other. What do you mean, you people? I just love that. I'm gonna do that again. Fuck it. What do you mean, you people? Fucking love that shit. That movie is uh, very underrated. It came out the same year as Iron Man. And not many people talk about that film. They should. That movie is fucking hilarious. Fucking hilarious. But for those of you that don't know the background of JT Corpse and I, some of you do, some of you don't. Um... Is it okay to say you're banned in here? Is that okay? I'm sure it's fine, but is it okay? I don't want to overstep bounds and shit. Because I don't even start the story if I, if I can't say some parameters. Yet. I 
And he's on mobile and it works. Okay, cool. So JT is in a band called Grave Hill. And when I met him, he was the bass player. He is now the vocalist, to my understanding. Um, and that we met those guys out of the blue. I didn't know anything about them. We show up at LA Murder Fest in 2008, and we were hanging out with Cam Lee, of all people. Spoilers, the original vocalist of the band Mantis, which would later become Death. Also vocalist of Massacre and the Nile Fiend and shit. And I'm like... Like, and he's a fan of, of our band, and also we collaborated with him. A lot of people don't know that. Um, Cardiac, there's a track. We did a cover of a Mantas song, a Mantis song, and he did the vocals. I have copies. I do. Um, but in, in that evening, we were hanging out at Grave Hill's rehearsal spot, drinking up a storm. Oh, crazy amounts of beer. And they pull me and Cam. I don't remember the exact circumstances, but I just kind of, I probably muscled my way in, to be fair. And it was me and Cam doing vocals, back of vocals on a song called Ravager. And so my first time meeting the Grave Hill guys and JT was doing backup vocals on a recording of theirs with the fucking father of death metal vocals. Fuck. <laughs> that was, you kind of set the bar high when you meet somebody and they're like, here, let's do vocals on a track with Cam Lee. Enjoy that opportunity. Embrace it. Love it. And we played together and then we ended up on the same label, Ibex Moon Records. And in between those times, we did a couple mini miniature tours. Like we did a few dates out there. They did a few dates out in the Midwest. And we just hung out. And, and then we eventually went on a U.S. tour together. And just always been great friends. And, and, and JT was kind of like very much the me of his band in the fact that he was always everywhere and he was always talking to everybody. He was always very sociable. Um, like we'd be at a, a fest in New Jersey. This motherfucker just showed up just to show up. He wasn't playing. He just went there to hang out and to see some bands and hang out with us. It was fucking awesome. I have great footage from that. There was this whole uh, dialogue between he and I about being stupid for not leaving the bar when everyone else did because it was lame for the hour we stayed. <laughs> yeah, I would, I would venture to say you more than Mike. Although Mike definitely, like in, in Southern California, like he knows everybody. Like, you know, I remember... I don't remember when it was exactly, but Rhett, the drummer for Grave Hill, and a bunch of the, the cats were hanging out, have, drinking, and they were hanging out with the guys that used to be in Mind Rot. And for those of you that don't know, Mind Rot is a, a band from the mid-90s that I'm a huge fan of, atmospheric doom grind. Yes, that's a thing. I just adore this band. Like I'm like, oh my God, my God, my God. Um, and he got the bright idea to call me on the phone and he's like, uh, Jim, mind rot it can hear you right now. What do you want to tell him? Like, I am the biggest fan of your band that will ever exist. They're like, thanks man. Rhett told us, <laughs> you know, kind of thing. I'm like, and they're like, cardiac's pretty cool too. I'm like, oh my God, fucking mind rot said cardiac is cool. And then I had to change my pants. I had to change my pants. That's what you're going to do. 
What happens when people that you look up to are like, you are okay. <laughs> you, sir, are also good enough. Uh, Drummer from Mindrot went on to play and save Ferris. Yeah. Yeah. Which is weird because if you listen to the stuff that he did, he's an amazing drummer. Phenomenal. Never heard him do a blast beat, but you don't need to. Because the guy's that good. He just, you just like, kind of like when people would always look at like, uh, Chris Contos from like Machine Head and how he'd be all over the drum kit, like, which is great. He was an egotistical piece of shit. Sorry. Spoilers. Um, that's part of why he never, he didn't stay in Machine Head long. And then every other band he was in was like, fuck this guy, man. He was playing with Testament for a while. He was trying to get Testament to change the band's name to be more current, and they kicked him out. Uh, but if you listen to that first Machine Head album, Burn My Eyes, and then you put the first full-length Mind Rot album, um, The Dawning. Is it? No, it's not Dawning. It's called... What is it called? Let me look. I don't want to get my shit wrong. Uh, Mind Rot, Mind Rot, Mind Rot, Mind Rot. Here it is. It is called Dawning. Okay, I was right. Still got it. Um, you put those two drum performances next to each other, and the dude from Mind Rot just makes Chris Contos look like a bitch. Even though Chris Contos, for all my issues with him as a person, his, his drumming is undeniable. He is just fucking amazeballs. Amazeballs. Um, but, you know. I just find it because Mind Rot was one of those bands that they were here and then they were gone and like only like a handful of people really know about them to, to this day anyway you know which is a shame which is true of many many bands of that era um, Jill says I'll be back to say goodbye to I gotta get the ready for work oh, I'm gonna miss you Joe I love your face I hope work is good to you hope work is good to you <sighs> Hopefully you're getting enough time off these days, and if you're not, you better be soon, because you're awesome sauce. Poured all over spaghetti, because Mystic likes spaghetti. I like rigatoni, though, too. I like all pasta, really, you know. Honestly, if someone rolled in the door right now with a big thing of any kind of pasta, I would eat it, okay? It would have to be hot and fresh and pasta. I would probably prefer, like, butter and garlic noodles, I would, or, or lo mein. Oh. I would fuck up some lo mein right now. Just bring it in like one of those big industrial buckets that like, uh, like cement comes in or whatever. <laughs> oh my god, mom, stop! She's like, stop talking about pasta. Sorry. sorry, sorry, not sorry. Sorry, not sorry. See that that makes Mystic mad. She's like, don't tell me about food that I can't eat, motherfucker. Meanwhile, she's like. The tiniest tiny that ever tinied. I imagine she could probably fuck up a lot of spaghetti, though. She's probably one of those people who have like a bottomless stomach and she can just go. Summit City says 90 degree XLR on that AT2020 is a good call. Thank you. Yeah. Got it on Amazon. The Amazonian. It's good shit. It does the job, man. Does the job. You know, and it, all this is is just spoilers. It's an extension. The, the extension ends right here, 
and then the, the cord that's built into this arm comes out here. So it's it's a little funky, but uh, it does the job, and I dig it. Um, the reason I did it was because originally I had the mic vertical, and I was always bumping it with my hands with a controller and stuff, and then it makes even more sense now that I've moved to this sideways deal. Yeah, I dig it. But welcome to the stream, Summit City. How are you doing? Mystic says, I could eat pasta 24-7, 365. I mean, it's a lot of pasta. And I'm not saying that I doubt your ability to eat that pasta. I'm just saying that it might fucking... might be a thing. I don't know. It's a worrisome thing. Because you fill up too much on pasta, I mean, what's going to happen? At least you know where the diaphragm is on the mic. So many people speak at the top of them. Yes! Spoilers, when it comes to a condenser mic, look for where the logo is. That typically speaking is more or less where you want to speak into on something that's shaped like this. I mean, I mean, you could try to speak into it like this, but that's not going to work. You can be like, hello, 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 hello. You know, it's, it's stupid. And I hope that I know how, how mics work by now. I mean, I've been doing recording in, in, ver in, in different varying degrees of things for too, uh, too long, <laughs> close to 30 years. So when it came time to, to upgrade the old mic, I wanted to do my research and get it right. Uh, and this one just kept coming up with the goods, so that's why I stick with it. Um, for years, I used an SM58. SM58 with a... A foam uh, spit stopper on it. It worked great. I still have that same 58. I love it. Uh, ooh, an EVR320. <gasps> right on. And I used... One of the things that's weird is that with the 58, I could move it out of, out of frame, and I could crank up the gain, and everything was fine. This being a more sensitive mic and so forth, I have a lot more things you have to do, and that's how it works with condensers, right? Um, but I do miss the simplicity of the, the 58 because like it was completely out of my way and I can just do my thing and but I like the sound of this so much better that I'm willing to deal with it. It's in my face. This particular mic is not one you can really put out of the way unless you're really doing a lot with sound dampening and maybe doing like different kinds of preamps and shit. You have an SM. 7B as well, but I don't like how muddy my vocals are. The processing would change. Yeah. I like this because it's a, it's a, a good one-to-one. -one. And for those of you that aren't techie or don't know the terminology of what I mean, a good one-to-one -one meaning it, it's going to give you a good representation of what your actual voice sounds like in the moment. So, but that's the thing, though, is that this is not a mic for somebody who has a shitty voice, in my opinion. Like, if you're having a bad day and you're doing takes in the studio or you're on your stream or whatever... It's going to show. Like, you can't cover that up. Some mics kind of not embellish or smooth over um, what you're doing. This is a very good one-to-one. -one. I am using um, a Xenix X1204 USB from Behringer. Um, I originally bought it because I had the onboard effects in addition to the EQ and it ran it did the phantom power and the gain. Um, and I went with the larger unit just in case. And I've always toyed with the idea of just making a bunch of 
outboard sound devices and running them in here. Um, and I've done it here and there. I've messed with it. And as much as I like it, I much prefer my software-based mixer setup for all the stuff that isn't my voice. So I just kind of have this now. I've never even messed with the effects loop at all. I should, but I don't. Exactly. You gotta, you gotta have the quality, you know, again, I looked at some rack mount stuff, um, and none of it was quite where I wanted it, so basically I have this sitting on a floating platform, which is meant to be a laptop stand, um, that attaches to a, like a table, so I just have it sitting on that, so like I can put the controllers underneath it, and it's all nice and neat, the stream deck's right there, make it nice and simple, you know, I try not to be too cluttered. So everything's kind of where it needs to be. I like being able to go, boop, 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 you know, and not taking up desk space at the same time, so. Set up the Grand Head Gym in Summer City Hall. <sighs> but yeah, so, so JT and I met in that way. We're all over the country together, and he's always kind of kept in touch. And I always appreciate that. So, oh, right on. He's always kept in touch, and I always appreciated that because although we didn't talk on a regular basis, he was always kind of right, like right there, like, "Hey, how's it going?" I, I appreciate that about him. I think he's uh, one of the best people, and to see him get into Twitch now and streaming, um, you know, you didn't sidebar it; I sidebarred it. I just decided to participate. It's totally cool, my friend. I appreciate it, and I love that. You know, I love tech people coming and talking tech. It's one of the things we do. In fact, I have a company called s4 creators that we're basically it for content creators so if something's wrong they're like hey i can't get this to work and then then we fix it so no you're fine man if it, if it bothered me i either wouldn't respond or i'd tell you to shut up and i've told you neither of those things so you're good don't worry about it man um but I, I the fact that he is doing streaming now is really cool because everything he's done i've enjoyed and he also does uh like he brings to the stream everything that i loved about hanging out with him like there's no bullshit there's no pretense he's just a a, a charming nice guy who's really metal and loves what he loves and it's just written all over his fucking face i love it i'm so happy that he's broadcasting so i hope he does it for a long time Let's get another shout out for JT Corpse, please. That's the uh, exclamation point S O J T Corpse. That's something I haven't heard in a while. JT Corpse says, I always kept in touch because you were a genuine dude who busted balls but wasn't a dickhead. I have heard the opposite. <laughs> I don't talk to you because you're a dick. Um, I get it. Uh, someone says, I work for AV Integrations Production Company, but engineering side engineering years. There you go. There you go. I mean, you definitely know your shit. Uh, no question. So. I will do this myself. JT, can you name the song that that's from? It's edited. It's not the exact line from the song. But can you name it? I'm curious. 
Or if anyone else can, let me know. Because the more I hear it, the less it sounds like what it's from. Because I'm just like, I always have to remind myself where I got it from. I'm like, oh, shit. That happens a lot. Like, like the hosting command is like the ending of Sick and Tired from Napalm Death Utopia Banished. That's the extra track. One of the extra tracks, anyway. You know, it's such a great... I was like, I have to use this for in everything I ever do now. It is not, actually. That's um, it's a suffocation tune. It's the Pierce From Within tune. It's the interlude from Pierce From Within on Pierce From Within. You know, the whole thing. You know, etc. Ad nausea, slam. You know, suffocation is as suffocation does. I interviewed Mike Smith once, and fucking <laughs> that guy's a trip, dude. The ex drummer from Suffocation. He's he likes himself a lot, a little too much, and he and I think that he. He, I think he came back to Suffocation just, just to set the record straight about how important he was to Suffocation's history. Um, and I'm not saying he's wrong about that, but it was just like, I didn't get any credit. And it's like, well, shit, dude, you should have stuck around, not quit. Zombiefoot, good evening to you, good day to you, and hello to you as well, sir. Nothing wrong with Mathcore. I like me some Dillinger Escape Plan and some fucking Meshuggah and... Necrophagist once in a while too. I like a lot of I like it all, man. I like a lot of stuff. But I'm I am most at home with crust punk and grindcore. That's where I'm most happy. Where I'm the most like mm-hmm. Warm happy place. This is one of uh our community manager's favorite songs. Has made it onto the list here. It's pretty interesting. I like when they're like, I'm really mad. I'm really mad. So mad. I'm really mad. Like, I like those kind of things. See? But, like, I don't know why or how someone came up with the idea, like, let's combine, like, 90s not punk vocals with, you know, almost metal. Like it's almost metal. This isn't really metal to me. Like, they're doing a great impression of metal, but they're not like, they're like, I, I can go, I can gent. Does that make it heavy? Gent, 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 gent. It's like, someone give these motherfuckers an internal bleeding record, let, make them study for a year. You know, it's like, I'm not quite there with this. What about late 80s scrams? <laughs> not so much. But like, and then of course there was like the early 90s push to try and be different within the genre. So you have like your Fear Factor, which is like, he's a good shouter, not a great death metal vocal. He's a good shouter. And he's a pretty good singer. It's not great. And as is evidenced by most of his live performances, unfortunately. Um, but the concept was cool. 
Zombie Foot said you could subgenre this into a corner and no one would be happy with the conclusion. I mean, yeah. Emotional hardcore? I wouldn't insult hardcore by calling it this. Calling it that. There's no hardcore elements to this at all. None. Z there's zero hardcore influence. Because hardcore is, contrary to popular belief, is not about slamming. It's about something else. Like, this is a whole other fucking tangent I'm not going to get into, but like, we talk about like hardcore, hardcore punk. Um, th th this is none of that. There are elements of hardcore that were ripped away from hardcore and turned into metal uh, riffs. So this, this would be more metallic than it is hardcore. Oh, oh, oh. my bad. My bad. Sorry. Sorry. Got a little impassioned there, Summit. We're good. Don't worry. It's fine. It's fine. I'll just, I'll just take my slap. Feel better now. Yeah. I mean, for lack of a better term, I'd call it metalcore. You know? And it's not bad. It's good at what it does. But it doesn't... It's not trying to be something that it isn't. And I appreciate that. What bothers me, and what mostly bothers me about anything I do or don't like, is when someone, a group of people come in, latch onto it, and try to call it something it isn't, or try to justify its legitimacy in a different way, you know? JJ's like, this is horrible! <laughs> Yeah, it, it's one of those, J JT, what, what this reminds me of, like when you're first starting out in a death metal band, this reminds me of every band that either opened or closed your shows for the first six months when you were playing in a band in, in like the 90s. Everyone was this band. It reminds me of the mid-90s, oversized jeans, the, you know, the, the polo shirts buttoned all the way up, the gelled spiked hair with the fucking wallet chains around their neck and they're just going Aah! reminds me of that <laughs> and, I don't, and again I don't say that to insult anybody's taste at all I don't um, everything's legitimate but there's some stuff I'm just like really that's all you got like there's more than three notes you know Jinko's yep yeah I was part of a scene that like that was a big thing uh, that whole the whole deal. The thing was, I wore big jeans, but they fit me because <laughs> I have these big ham hock legs, and uh, so I wore jeans from the Gap, and they fit perfectly. They were wonderful, but they weren't oversized on me. Like they were proportionate. So they looked like regular jeans for me. I didn't have to wear anything too tight. And um, you know, I was in a death metal band that had some industrial elements to it, and um. You know, so we fit right in. It was kind of all over the place. Yeah, the first Static X was really good. Um, but again, you got to figure, like, at the time, I was really, I was always like, okay, do that, but give me a minor chord of that on the second go-around. Like, I was always like, just give me minor chords all day long. Because I was such a huge fan of uh, the... The bleh, my brain just left me for a second. Fear and just despair is like one minor chord from beginning to end, and I fucking love that album. Someone says last year I digitized the entirety of my music collection. I've shitloaded music about over the years. Yep. Now I got gotcha. you. 
Um, I'm not f- too far behind you, man, uh, as far as music goes. I have a separate drive just for that, and I don't have it on the NAS. I, won't, I don't have it on network attached storage or have it in the server or anything. I don't want to do that. Um, I just have it redundantly backed up and stuff. Uh, but I have a pretty insane collection at this point, so um, pretty happy about it. My autocorrect my Mac's fucking me up something fierce. You can, without getting into something I shouldn't get into for professional reasons, there's a way you can fix that. You can like totally retool your entire, uh, your autocorrect completely. You can totally tell it the fuck off and still have the benefit of manually doing it. So, which is how I have done it on Macs in the past. I just turn off the auto and I just allow myself to just do it myself. Do it myself. I'm not sure why I'm doing the thing, hand thing with the thing. But I am. I'm going to keep doing it because it's fun. <sighs> I love this. She does so many songs. I want to hear this lady do like death metal. I think it would be cool. She says, by the time new metal and hard metalcore came into being, I had been a death black thrash headed for probably 16 years. So I hated a lot of that stuff. Now I can look back and say, okay, it wasn't all bad. And I, I'm kind of in the same thing. He said, this song should not be this relaxing. Exactly. Exactly. It's like this weird kind of a deal. Someone says, the reason I can have it on my NOS is so I can access music on a browser no matter where I am. I can do that from my PC. I don't have to have it on a NOS. I use uh, Subsonic. So I just have all the music residing on a hard drive. I run that program in the background. It runs a database. My PC is basically the server. I can access it from my smartphone through an app. I can access it through a browser. Anything. I can do that. I just don't bother with the NOS because... I just don't bother. When I found that I could do that with the computer, I just did that, and I've been doing it for, I don't know, eight years or something, which I just, I dug it. I, I stumbled across the technology. It was like, oh. So I would be streaming my music to my phone, and what I had, basically what I use it the most for is just when I'm at home and I'm like, I want to go listen to some music and I have a hankering for a certain album, I just use it to just quickly transfer the music to my phone. Works very well for that as well. But if I'm out, and I'm like, have you ever heard such and such? They're like, no. I'm like, wait. Boom. Now you can listen to it. Zombiefoot says, this song is so dark, but this makes me want to dip my foot in a babbling brook. <laughs> your zombie foot? Is it your zombie foot you want to dip? Is that it? Zombie Foot's the real MVP, guys. It's a good guy. Check him out. Basically, everyone here is a pretty good fucking person. So, follow each other. Do the thing. Zombie Foot says, everyone needs to have their music backed up for Tool, if nothing else. Don't get me started on Tool, dude. Not a fan. I think they're very competent. I think they're great musicians. I think their songs are well made. But Tool got spoiled for me because... All the work, all my tattoo work, all 60-some-odd hours of it, nothing but Tool was listened to the entire time. So I've had my fill of Tool for the rest of my life. 
Someone says, I built the fucker, I'm going to use it. I got you. Yeah, the encoding can be a real pain in the dick. Um, that's why I tend to, like, for the lossless stuff, I just keep a lossless copy, and then I also have the MP3 copies. For the, just for the streaming. You know, which takes up more space, which is dumb. But it works. You know, but I'll never get rid of the lossless stuff. You know, but granted, like, in my car... You don't like tool. I've had plenty of people legit try to fight me for saying I don't like tool. I mean, I don't have a lot of people legit trying to fight me over much of anything. I mean, I'm a big former Marine. I don't really get messed with too much, but people will get pretty hostile. Um, and also, like, Clutch. Same thing. Like, I respect Clutch. I like Clutch, but I don't listen to them. I don't have any of their music. I don't want it. You know. Uh, Zombiefoot says, oh, good. Hours of tattooing to tool would put me off. Tattoo assumes listen to Bowie and Kate Bush. You know, and you got to understand that from the get-go at the time, I just was not, it, it, what didn't appeal to me all that much at the time either. The first few times I heard, I'm like, this is good, but I'm not blown away by it. Like, I don't care. Because you have to remember, this was you know, the mid and late 90s where by that point, I was, I was all about what I call the porn of metal, meaning I want harder, faster, harder, faster, harder, faster, harder, faster. And that's where I was at for a long time. And then I finally pulled back a little bit uh, around 2000 and then went back through my library and began appreciating things that weren't harder, faster, harder, faster, harder, faster. Oh, no worries, dude. Um, and now I'm, I'm kind of back to liking everything and whatever, and I can appreciate whatever. You know, I like all kinds of stuff again. Um, Though I never stopped flying the flag for Tears for Fears, man. Never stopped flying the flag for that or any synth pop bands or anything like that. I love that stuff to death. People are super protective over that band. Tool? I mean, I get that, though. I don't think they need the production. Someone says, and we have Deathcore with tunnel vocals, which is fun to play. There you go. Yeah, uh, the very first cassette tape I ever, music cassette tape that I ever owned was Tears for Fears Shout from the uh, Songs from the Big Chair, which was got, they got it for me the same year I got my own stereo. So my first stereo was like a, cassette, a front, you know, a nice front loader cassette deck with a nice record player on it. And um, it was, it was great. Like I had all kinds of records still, and that was my first cassette. And, uh, I, I had that stereo for like easily like 15 years. Now I had another stereo that I eventually like upgraded to, but, uh, two stereos I upgraded to after that. So my first CD player was like a boom box, but I had everything, you know, we never got rid of it. And, uh, I was real glad for that. I'm playing that song in my head now. There you go. Well, you can request it, you know, you can do that. You know that, right? Like. Song requests are a thing. You can do that. Um, but I had that, and, and so I went from, like, that stereo to a boombox that had a top loader CD player on it, and I broke the top loader latch, and for at least five years, I had to hold that CD tray down with a... A uh, margarine tub filled with pennies 
I do not use Nightbot. I don't trust it. I hate Nightbot with a passion. I use Streamlabs Bot. Fucking hate Nightbot, dude. It's a piece of shit. No, it's not a piece of shit. Don't get me wrong. It's well made. It's, it was the original. It's the standard. But there's so many better things out there. Like Streamlabs Bot, which is locally hosted. You know? You don't worry about shit. You can manage everything from one window. You don't have to worry about a Chrome window being open all the fucking time. Shit. Ah, Tashiro's playing Anthem. I hope you enjoy it. I, every time I look at it, I'm like, meh, meh, meh. Zombie Foot, tried to explaining, I tried explaining tape cassettes to my kids the other week. And they, they looked at me like I was a dog who had just been throwing, showing a card trick. <laughs> and they were like, like, what the fuck is that? Because, uh, you know, and I, I had to explain, I explained to my stepson, like, how vinyl actually worked, and he was like, No, no, mm-mm, mm-mm, no, 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 hell no, 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 I refuse, no, no. That was him with vinyl. Try explaining why I had to use a pencil to fast rewind tapes. <laughs> there you go. It's yeah. I don't. I don't think that Anthem is badly made. It's just not. It doesn't appeal to me. Um, someone says I find all these cool streamers and I can't remember who they are. When I try to go back to them, I, I get that, dude. I get it. I get it, bro. It's cool. It's fine. It's fine. That's the thing, like, basically, as soon as you decide you like somebody, click that follow button, because I, it, I will tell you, like, there's been streamers that, like, I, huh, what the vinyl? <laughs> Kappa. Kappa. Um, but, like, there have been people that I, I followed and forget. What? Damn it. <laughs> Yeah, you can't do that. Yeah, you'd have to, like, you got to take all the, you, you know. And there's also, like, a, a a buffer as to how long you can be in the stream before you can request a song. I think it's, like, an hour or something. I think it's an hour. I'm not sure. Somebody says, I played the alpha in the open beta. It's fun, but I don't think it has the legs coming from an amputee. The irony should not be lost. It is not, sir. It is not lost. You know, I am, I am not, you know, the irony's not doing this. Not doing that. It's not doing that. We're good. Um, well, the thing is, I, I don't feel like it, until the game actually comes out, I don't know if it's going to be... I, I, we don't know yet. I don't think it's... Uh, we don't know yet. I think the big thing... You know, he says, Anthem is like Destiny Cheat on Titanfall with Halo... I can kind of see that. Uh, they are trying to do something a little bit different while still appealing to people that are fans of these different games. That's what Destiny did. That's what The Division did. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. Um, but I just feel like having, not having PvP, to me right there, I'm like, nope. Don't care. Because PvP is where I like to sit when things in PvE go slow. Which in these kinds of games, that just always happens. Always happens. That's why you'll see me in PvP so much in Destiny. Um, 
Although in the division, I fucking hate their PvP so much. It's horrible. The new division PvP for Division 2 looks amazing. Uh, they got smart about it. So they have traditional PvP, a variation of what they have with the Dark Zone before. It's looking really good. I'm actually like truly excited about that. Uh, I'm no expert, though. I have an expert in my friend Bicycle of Death who we need to have on the show before Division 2 comes out so we can talk about it. We keep saying we're going to do it. Rather, I keep saying I'm going to do it, and then I end up having to work. And with him being sick, I didn't ask him this week because I know it's been a really fuck week for him, and I want him to have some downtime, for fuck's sake. So, there you go. Doing my laundry in public. It's a good thing. (laughs) I'm a funny guy. Don't at me. Well, I think... We maybe need to play a game. I want to play a game. So I think we're going to make that happen. 